Mom, are you sending me away? No, baby. You, I mean, you do have to go into the water for a little bit. Like, like three years. What are you talking about? Um, you see, half-breed mermaids live three years in the water and three years on land, and you are a... Could you help me here? Hello and welcome to another episode of That's So Random, a random movie podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. My guest today, Miss Rainey Walker. How are you? Long time no see. Yes, hello, that is me, Rainey Walker. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm rethinking some things about movies for tweens. I'll tell you yeah. that. Our movie this episode is... I don't know. I think it's a Netflix original. I don't know. It was on Netflix anyway. Scale, <laughs> colon, Mermaids Are Real, 2017. And when this popped up, when I pushed the magic button and I got this chosen for me randomly, I thought, okay, a little movie, for, you know, for tween girls, whatever. You know, it's not, I'm not the target audience for that. This isn't going to be for me, which is fine. Not everything should be for me they you know tweens should have their own things um but i thought it would just be this little like forgettable you know whatever it's it's for little girls and it's not for me right yeah but and so i thought i probably won't have much to talk about because i do i'll feel bad making fun of it because it's just not you know it's not for me i don't feel that way anymore because this movie is fucking bananas it's it's yeah it's something else it's not frozen let me tell you that it's choices were made <laughs> that's the that's the least you can say yeah and there the story the way the story goes and the way it is presented to you is so crazy right things happen that are bonkers <laughs> i think i know what you're specifically talking there's a couple oh, yeah yeah the very end especially I, yeah, oh my god, I had two notes for that. We'll get to it. It's so now I don't feel so bad making fun of this because tween girls, as annoying as they can be, deserve better than this. The drag of it all, but yeah, that's that's true. It's just a nuts, nuts movie. It's most, so much more than I expected. So 2017, you weren't that far removed from being the target audience for this. Four years ago? 16? <laughs> uh, 2017 actually 2020 or 2000 so i don't have to remember how old i am i just go with whatever the year is well you were 17 okay yeah you were already grown past this i mean yeah (laughs) but i'm sure you watched a lot of movies like this when you were the appropriate age yeah mermaids weren't the biggest on my list but of course i probably would have watched something like this but nothing this well not this movie but <laughs> well, yeah let's let's just get into it uh, of course our main character is siren appropriate name <laughs> she is about to celebrate her 12th birthday she has dreams of water and all of her things being underwater and swimming underwater and dreams about water suddenly that she didn't she hasn't always had so as one does something's yeah. going on 
Now, there's a lot to be said here. If this were a straight-up, like, puberty metaphor, that's something. But it's not that. In fact, it goes out <laughs> of the way to say it's not that. <laughs> True. Yeah, they actually decision. do say it. Because there's something there. If you want to use, like, oh, your body's going through changes, it's everything is weird feels like everyone's keeping secrets from you and being very hush-hush about things. Yeah, they're like, puberty. No, just kidding, it's not. But they specifically say, someone in the movie has the line of, like, it's like puberty, and then someone else is like, but not really, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was getting. I was like, okay, anyways. (laughs) No symbolism. If that's what they were going for, they failed. Yeah. Um, if they were, if they're trying to symbolize something in this movie, then I don't know if they got to their target of what that was. No, the subtext is text. There's no, <laughs> there's not a lot of subtlety to be found. Um, True that, yeah. What there are in this movie, however, are usually movies like this and movies that I get on the show. Not a lot of familiar faces. I was expecting. I'm not going to recognize anybody in this, but I was wrong. That's she true. I was gonna... And she meets Adam, who's played by Jack Dylan Grazier, who's the kid from Shazam. Okay. Yeah. And it chapter one. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, is that the kid from it? Yeah, the like, kid who played little Eddie. He looks like a baby, but in it he looks at least maybe high school. Well, in it chapter one would have been around this same time or very shortly after so really and then shazam was after that but what was interesting to me was because i forgot until i looked on imdb that he was in it chapter one but i knew he was in shazam and his character in shazam just like his character in this movie has crutches so i thought oh is yeah. this an actor who in real life has crushes it's cool that they would <laughs> hire him no, it's just his profession. Oh, it just happens that he made two movies in a row where he is on crutches. And let's not forget, in It, he has a cast on his arm. That's true. This kid's always playing. <laughs> he, he just loves to be crippled. Damaged boy. Um, it's in his resume. In this movie, he has, and this is a real thing. I don't know if it works quite like this, but osteogenesis imperfecta, which means the calcium in his bones that should have been strong enough to, you know, build strong bones his whole life or very, very, it's girdle bone syndrome. So the drop of a hat at this so kid and a break a bone. So, and this kid is getting picked on by girls. Yeah. It was very strange to me. Let's pick on the crippled kid. That's also new to this school because he's new and crippled. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, because, okay. like, mean girls I get, but mean girls are usually mean to each other. That's true. That is true. It's rare to see girl bullies picking on a boy. <laughs> like, that's strange. And the main, go- the main girl bully is played by Elsie Fisher from uh, the movie Eighth Grade. And she's also the voice of Agnes, the cutest kid in Despicable Me. Oh. So she's a familiar Ooh, okay. So Siren walks up, breaks up this bullying in progress. But they're making fun of this kid, not only because he's the new kid, but they're like, I'm making fun of his brutal bone disease. Like these are You have something wrong with your bones. What a loser. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so she comes and sort of rescues him from that. <clears throat> and she's in class that day. And she starts either moving or thinking she's moving water that's in a flask in the science class or whatever with her mind. Right. And she freaks right. out, runs away, runs out of school, runs home. Everyone, run, no one drives in this movie. And it's it going to be a real not. problem later. <laughs> Small um, town, just run everywhere. Yeah, it's this little coastal town in I, what Florida, right? No clue. I, I just knew there was an ocean. I mean, it's, Cal- it's either California or Florida. But, um, but her friend Crystal follows her home to be like, hey, what did you run out of class for? Why are you being a weirdo? <laughs> yeah. And she's, and, and she's like, oh, did you start your period? And she's like, no, it's not. <laughs> nice. So there's the hints here. The hints are here that like, oh, this is going to be a puberty metaphor, but it doesn't go that way. And then it's also weird to hear. I mean, I know obviously girls that age right. talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. In a kid's movie, you don't hear it come up. True. Often. So yes, wrong. let's progress it. I think that's kind of cool. It was just right. something. Especially in this frivolous little weirdo mermaid movie. <laughs> They're like, yes, let, let them talk about their periods. But this is not a puberty movie. But for, to be for the target audience, this is relatable material. Yeah. I, <laughs> that That's the specific topic, yes. Other stuff, no. Not so much. <laughs> um... Siren's mom, well, we'll find out adopted mom, uh, is played by Elizabeth Rome, who people might recognize from. She was Detective Kate Lockley in the first season of Angel, and she was also in a bunch of Law and Order as the assistant DA. Oh, he's been around too. Um, her, she brings them in some snacks and whatever. Doesn't really seem to care that her daughter ran home from school doesn't that's what i was saying like nobody cares she's like oh you're home early school's canceled uh okay (laughs) here's some snacks yeah no follow-up questions (laughs) (laughs) i believe you yeah 12 year old girl basically trustworthy kid i guess um (laughs) her friend crystal gives her a necklace for her upcoming birthday this blue stone on a blue like beaded thing um, and it blows when she's not looking. Right, yeah. Oh, there's some there's some mystical hooju going on. Um, Adam shows up. There's We don't know what's the next day, what's a week from now. There's no... <laughs> but, Time here is nothing. Yeah, Adam shows up at her house and is throwing rocks at her window and pegs her with one as she comes out to see. Um, to... Because he wants to go for a walk. It's like, oh, I met that cool girl at school who, like, saved me from the bullies, the mean girls. So, I want yeah, to you go want for a walk. <laughs> go for a walk, throw rocks at their face. Which, for him, being on, I guess not crutches, but one crutch. Um, which we don't really know what that's for specifically. <laughs> if, like, if he had a bad <laughs> bone break and a leg once that never healed quite properly, so he just has a limp or something, I don't know. But um, They never tell but for that kid with a crutch to invite somebody for a walk, he must really want to talk to you. 
Yes. It's harder for him to walk. walk very... <laughs> That's true. With the crutch and with the brittle bones. So I can't imagine it's a walk in the park, but um, tis. Until it is. So, yeah, they're going for a walk. Just, they're just chit-chatting. Adam says that his dad, they're new in town because his dad is chasing down a cure for his brittle, his brittle bone disease. Um, and he's so obsessed with it that he drove their mom away. Like, yeah, my mom, my mom's gone because my dad is so obsessed with this. Yeah. <clears throat> so they have the, there's that scene. Then the next day at school, Crystal finds out that Siren is being buddy buddy with Adam, and she's like, "Oh, don't be friends with that guy. You don't know that." Guy. <laughs> um. Like, stay away from him. And she's like, why? Do you have a crush on him or something? She's like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> of course. And she lies and says she has a crush on this kid. When, in fact, it's she knows something is going on. But no one, no one's telling this girl anything. This girl has yeah, been just... in the dark her entire life. And it's not okay. Right. Um, so... Siren comes home from school. Crystal and her mom are there because Siren's mom invited them over. Um, when we had a scene before this where um, Siren and her mom are looking at old pictures of uh, Siren's actual mom, and here's where we sort of learn the backstory that something happened to Siren's mom, and she was sort of best friends with. Tiffany is her name, Siren's adopted mother. And it just. The one raising her for 12 years? Yeah, so she must be her godmother or something. She doesn't, other than these pictures, she has no memory of her actual mother, Emerald. Right. Um, right. Which will be very important. But yeah, so she comes home from school. Crystal is there. Crystal's mom is there. Her mom is there. And it's not even like a. They handle this situation so poorly. And the way that they explain this is so... <laughs> this is where I start to go, hold on with this movie. Something's going on. Something's wrong here. That's when you say, hold on. Rather than, like, sit down, we need to talk to you, like, take a deep breath. This is going to be a weird conversation, but we have something to tell you. They just launch right into it. They're like, hey, <laughs> No time for prepping. Remember how, like, every... Like, I disappeared for three years? Or every summer I go... Like, every summer I go away... And, like, it's going to be your turn. You're going to go and live in the ocean for three years and then back on land. And she's like, what are you even talking about? Like, I'm a <laughs> Like, thanks. This makes perfect sense, guys. Cool. Eventually, after a roundabout way of saying things, they get to the fact that, oh, you're, it's your 12th birthday. You're about to turn into a mer. That's the first thing you say. <laughs> yeah. Sounds, sounds. Way to bury the lead. Like, they're all this other stuff about you're going to live in the water, and you're going through, like, <laughs> so by FYI, you're a mermaid. <laughs> Don't let her lead you there. Like, and, uh, she's not, <clears throat> she's not full mermaid, she's a half-blood mermaid. Whole, there's a whole, the mythology <laughs> of mermaids in this movie is questionable <laughs> and confusing. And I don't like, think did they do their research? I don't think so. I, I don't know. But 
So full mermaids can change whenever they want, but half breed mermaids, when they're 12, then they can start, she'll start to get a tail and start to get gills, but it won't all happen at once. Then I'll have to put her in the water and then her tail can grow. And yeah, she has to live three years on land, three years in the sea and like alternate back and forth. Oh, and also, by the way, there are like 10 other mermaids in this town. Dude, yeah, that was crazy. So like at any coastal town, there's 10 mermaid ladies, none of whom have husbands, all have children. See, that's my ideal town, you know, just a bunch of bunch of ladies with no husbands and they're all mermaids. And that's fine. But where are they getting... Who are these sperm donors, I guess, is my question. Were they, like... Maybe they're... Horny sailors that they caught out at sea and then, like... Maybe they're actually born, like, fish out of eggs. They just produce a bunch of them. I don't know. But... Yeah, and also, by the way, we're the good guys, and there's mermaid hunters in town as well. So look out for them. They dump so much on this girl. (laughs) like hey you're 12 year old girl here's your life story of that because they've taken what should be every little girl's dream oh you're secretly a mermaid princess and have garbled the story and the telling of it so much to her that she's not excited at all (laughs) yeah that's actually anxiety inducing i was like this should be fun this should be like exciting no it's just bad times and her her mom that she knows as mom or her adopted mom is not a mermaid. She's just a regular old lady. Um, <laughs> yeah. Crystal will turn into a mermaid like a month after her because their birthdays are like a month apart. Crystal's mom is a mermaid. The principal of the school is a mermaid. One of her teachers. Um, yeah. Crazy. And Crystal has known her whole life. They told her like as soon as she could talk, they told right. her, you're a mermaid. And one day you're going to turn into a mermaid. Right. And she's like, yeah, cool. Well, and she's like, your mom promised me to keep it a secret. Why right. would she do that, though? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Why would you do that? That doesn't make no sense, but go off, mom in the sea. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you're just asking for trouble down the road. Of course. Dump on a girl a week before her 12th birthday. Yeah, and she's <clears throat> 12. <laughs> yeah. So... I mean, just ease her in, Jesus. They just... <laughs> yeah, maybe make her watch some documentaries on mermaids. Maybe go swimming every year. Get her some mermaid stuff. Look, the hunters we find out <laughs> have, have a book all about this shit. Yeah, why don't you just get rid of the book? Like a You're Changing Body or Everybody Poops? But for <laughs> Metamorphosis. Well, that's a word you're going to hear a lot in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, they're also shocked because she tells them, like, oh, is that why I can control water? And they all look at each other like, the fuck? Because none of them can do that. So yeah, okay, Aquaman. She's like, oh, I thought it was crazy. Like, I guess it's cool that I can control water. And they're like, oh, well, if you control water, then also probably your blood can heal people. <laughs> what? Oh, that's, yes, perfect sense. You just found out about moving the water with her mind thing today. How do you know that? <laughs> like the mythology is so. You need to explain this better, not only to her, 
but to me. Yeah, this is like the second movie. We need like a first and a third, maybe even a fourth. Yeah, this very much feels like the second movie in a trilogy. Right. There's a bunch of shit we missed. <laughs> Just like, where's the first movie? Please, I, I need it. I need the guide. The third movie where repercussions for the things that happen in this movie take place because... <laughs> yeah there are no repercussions whatsoever yeah no um so she's like okay i can't deal with this anymore i'm gonna take a bath and they're like hey that's a good idea go get used to being in water <laughs> yeah so soak your toes girl so she's in the bath and this is some david cronenberg body horror nightmare fuel shit yeah i was gonna touch up on that they use that for the netflix like picture and i was like i'm not a fan i'm i'm grossed out she's in the tub and she puts her feet out of the water and her feet are turning into fins and it looks gross it looks (laughs) that's what i'm saying terrifying like this is a horror movie for children exactly who would click on that and be like oh yeah here you go daughter watch this and so she naturally freaks out, jumps out of the tub, and just passes out. <laughs> Wakes up in the hospital. I have so many questions. With <laughs> little answers. She wakes up in the hospital and her feet are back to normal. Yeah. Do mermaids also run this hospital? Is <laughs> considering how secretive they keep everything about this. You just brought this girl with fin feet into the hospital did it change back to normal on the way to the hospital is there some way that you can make her change back and if that's the case would you take her to the hospital she's fine uh yeah well she might have hit her head and got a concussion so i mean they don't know what happened she uh, might have just they knocked herself out <laughs> yeah we we saw it and we don't know what's going on so and there's a nurse there who obviously doesn't know what's going on. Siren sneaks, just sneaks out of the hospital and goes home. Which again, yeah, what's up with that? No follow-up questions from anyone. The police aren't also. Crystal, Crystal, and her mom said, "Oh, we'll be down the hall if you need us." And they go down the elevator. Honey, that's not down the hall. You guys are leaving. Yeah, you're going to the cafeteria to get some food. Don't lie. Yeah, that'd be me, TBH, but, uh... But you don't get to just... That's why I'm wondering if mermaids run this hospital. Because you... You don't get to just... walk As a 12-year-old girl, you don't get to just walk unaccompanied out of a hospital and no one cares. Right. Well, maybe... I, I believe a couple are probably in there, and some of them just don't know what's up. Like, the principal knew what was up. Well, that nurse well, that, came back to bring her a cup of water and was like, where'd she go? Yeah, the nurse was just like, I, I travel from abroad. I don't know what's going on. But someone would be calling her mom, like, hey, do you know your kid's not in the hospital anymore? <laughs> hey, your kid Who left. You? I don't know. Because she had a pretty bad concussion, and she probably shouldn't be out walking around. <laughs> but hey, yeah, I ain't no snitch. I'll, I won't. And here's where, yeah, so she gets home, she finds out, hey, you're going to also grow gills. <laughs> and that's what she's grossed out about. Yeah, at this point, she's completely forgotten about the feet. She's like, oh, gills, good talk. <laughs> Ooh, breathing underwater? Gross. And that's when this is when she says, this this is not puberty. Like, this <laughs> is something else. Stop trying to tell me that, like, oh, your body's going through changes. It's natural. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
knock it off. <laughs> Stop. Now, here's where she finds out another secret that has been kept from her. And this one is, in a way, kind of even more unforgivable. Her mom is very right. much alive. Not, oh, yeah, true. If not queen of the mermaids, the leader of the mermaids. Yeah. It's one thing that you have a reason to cover up and say, like, okay, we're not going to tell her we should, but we're not going to tell her that she's a mermaid until right before it happens. Just right. Live her whole life thinking whatever. But letting her go her whole life thinking her mother is dead is yeah. fucked up. I didn't think too much into that, but once you're saying it out loud, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of bad. Yeah, it's not good. Um, so she, now she goes to try the rock trick at Adam's house and winds yeah. up pegging Adam's dad with a rock. And he's like, hey, who are you? Why are you throwing rocks at my house? Which is a and very Adam's dad, <laughs> let's just say he, he, he caught my eye. Um, take that as you will. Okay. Well, <laughs> what caught my eye was, so she goes in the house, and there's Adam, and there's Adam's dad, and another gentleman, a black gentleman. Yeah, I was going to say, let's not forget Brady, or whatever thought, his name is. Does Adam have two dads? That's pretty cool. I was like, ooh. You mentioned he had a mom who left because dad was obsessed with the cure. Did she actually leave because he's obsessed with Dick? <laughs> Dad's like, <clears throat> psych. But no, he just has uh, co-workers that hang out at his house. Nah, just, just Brody. Brody and him are the besties of friends. <laughs> I guess. Um, so, yeah, Adam's dad's a little like... He's real weird. When, when, when she gets there, he's real weird about stuff. And so is Brody. They're all real weird to this 12-year-old girl when she gets there. Yeah, not in like a pervy way, but in like... <laughs> like, we know about mermaids, and we know... <laughs> like, it's just such a weird... And then they might think that she's a mermaid, and they're like, yeah, we we know about mermaids. And she's like, okay. Well, they're, yeah, they're not saying that to her, but they're definitely very... <laughs> subtle hints about having like a tranquilizer gun in the room yeah they have all of this like fishing and whaling paraphernalia around the room and on the like wall nets. Drawing, yeah like you didn't know that they were hunters at first now you definitely do because their decor is just hunters.com <laughs> on the on the walls a drawing of this the whaling stick not whaling as in like a whale whaling as in like screaming or singing crying whatever um right she's like oh hey what's that and he's like oh that's that's the whaling stick one end is to kill you and the other end is to help you it has it's like (laughs) with a like a orb on the end on the other end of it and um she's like all right that's cool i guess (laughs) anyways not too taken aback by it right Um, so her and adam go out for another walk she confesses to Adam here that, hey, I just found out I'm a mermaid. And he, he's a bit, what's the word? I'm not taken aback. Um, uh, I don't know, but he believes her, doesn't he? He does. 
but I think he gives it the appropriate amount of disbelief at first. Um, right, he's not like, of course, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, at first he's like, come on, you're messing with me, right? And she's like, no, I'm about to grow gills. And he's like, really? <laughs> it's like, cool. And she has like an itch on her leg and he's like, are your legs going to turn into a tail? You want to go swimming? <laughs> I know, and I'm just like, geez, this is really jumping. You're just trying to itch your leg. Bring it down a notch, buddy, all right? <laughs> you're a little too excited, my guy. But he, yeah, eventually he believes her. Because right, and I, I don't get why. Because <laughs> you guys literally met like a week, if not two days ago. Yeah, but he also knows at least somewhat what it is his dad does. So now, maybe this whole time he thought, my dad is a lunatic. And yeah. now he's like, oh, maybe he's not. Maybe my dad isn't crazy because I'm talking to a girl who says she's a mermaid. So maybe my dad is right. That feels good. I mean, true, yeah. Um, so Adam takes her. He's like, hey, I got to show you something. My dad got a shipping container. It's not like, <laughs> not like a storage unit. No, it's like a big cargo freaking container car that's just sitting out in a field somewhere with a padlock on it or a combination lock which adam knows because it's his birthday that's weak sauce honestly get a better password and opens up this shipping container and takes her in and he's like there's all this mermaid memorabilia in here and all this like here's this book about the lord (laughs) a replica remember the thing you saw a drawing of here's a replica of it why don't you have that at the house put the drawing in the true like that's important. Why wouldn't you have that at the house instead of like your bunch of nets and stuff and weird antiques? Yeah, and there's more more nets and spear guns and trank guns and just boxes of shit in here. Like again, if you didn't know they were hunters of the sea, you do now. And he's like, "It's cool, and I believe you because my dad knows about this stuff too." Like, how funny is that? She's like, "All right, I guess." Like, she. What a weird coincidence you guys got. And you don't. You don't, you never get this, this, uh, Jack Dylan Grazer kid. He's a pretty good little, I like him in Shazam too, and in it. He's a pretty good little actor. Kid actors are usually not great. If we're playing Siren, it's not great. <laughs> the drag of the main character, but I'll agree with you. That, that kid's pretty good at what he does. He does all right. Yeah, he sells it. He's got kind of some of the, the funny one liners and he sells it. He sells right. the, the sort of initial disbelief and then buying into it and the excitement of it. I made a new friend and it's here where he tells her that she's beautiful and it's really adorable. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, nice. <laughs> Shoot your shot, my guy. Um, yeah, and here's where, here's where he's talking about the, the, the whaling stick thing that has, and he's according to this book that they're looking at, one side kills, well, no shit, it's a harpoon. And the other side, the <laughs> right. orb, you can stick into the ocean and it will call other mermaids to come help you. The real one, not this replica we made, but that's that's the lore behind this. It'll be important later. Right. But she should really be questioning, like, like it's cool that I made a new friend, but why, why, why do you know all this stuff? <laughs> like, you're telling me things that my mom hasn't told me yet. So. Yeah. So this other Colby-year-old knows it, though? Um, uh, it's the next day or whatever the hell day. And mom gives her an aerator to cover her gills when they come in. They're not in yet. She's like, here's this thing. 
And again, it looks like weird David Cronenberg existence, like fucking, like it's like made out of pink flesh almost that goes around her neck and it's supposed to cover her gills so she can yeah. breathe. Like no right. one's going to notice that shit. It's just a really cool necklace I got. But it looks like it's made of flesh of some See, sort. I thought it looked more like hard, like bone kind of, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it could be bone, but it's like pink. So really true, like some nice, nice tie, tie dye going in in bone. Um, it's just not a subtle thing to wear around town. Of course, why would this twelve-year-old girl have weird pink bone flesh stuff on her neck? And here's where she she tells her mom like, "Hey, I got this new friend Adam, and he's telling me all about the whaling stick, and he knows about mermaid stuff. Isn't that cool?" And she's like, "You will never talk to him again." <laughs> everyone's just trying to gatekeep Adam from her. Like, what now? And he's like, she's like, when did they move to town? What did they move to town for? You went to his house and his dad's there with some other dudes? This is James. <laughs> True. Which is just, like, I get it. You're trying to protect your kid, but again, like, if you had told her this stuff even three weeks ago, you wouldn't be in this situation. Exactly. The kid wouldn't be there and she would already know what's up and these hunters wouldn't know anything. Well, she has a mermaid dream that night. And it's this is something that the underwater stuff is actually shot really well. And it looks pretty cool. There's a woman. Because right. there are women who are like professional mermaids. They dress up and they can hold their breath a long time and they perform. Yes. And this it's is amazing. And she's right. under the water with a giant stingray. And it's not like CGI. It's a real... See, I was wondering. I was like, is that is that really there? I was like, that's cool. They got some cool shots in there. Um, but yeah, that's just her dream. Then, so uh, the next day or whatever, her gills come in, and it's more gross looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like what? Oh, oh, yeah. The noise. I was just like, what is this? I was like, get get this out of my face this was in like a horror movie you'd be like oh yep that tracks <laughs> be like yeah that, that's real good makeup um she ignores what her mother said leaves the aerator in the bathroom and just covers her gills up with a scarf of course because that makes sense yeah which okay i get you know you want something you want to cover your gills you want something that maybe doesn't stand out as much as this aerator thing but the scarf stands out too because you're in either california or florida it's hot as balls outside she's a fashion icon but also couldn't she just put that aerator on and then the scarf around it that would wanted this that would have been the smart move yeah exactly because either way you're wearing the scarf but you're still being safe uh she didn't she didn't think it through um as most 12 year olds probably wouldn't so adam goes to adam follows his dad to like hunter headquarters and right, like right. sneaks in and there's a guy there's like hey kid what are you doing in here and he's like oh you know my dad gary and he's like oh hey well yeah come on in <laughs> of course gary he's a man but, but, but then he's like oh i guess you do belong here come in and look at all the secret stuff like He's 12. He's still 12. But, um, yeah. Also, is that the scene where he rides the bike? 
Like he steals that kid's bike and rides it to his dad's place with him and his brittle bo- with his with his crutch on his legs as he's riding the bike with his brittle bones disease. He's riding this bike halfway across town, basically. With no helmet. Yeah. It's either it's either this scene or later on after some action has taken place in the middle of the night. We'll get to that. But um, he has a conversation with his dad and his dad's telling him like, hey, listen, this is what we're here for. Pure blood, blood from a like a pure breed mermaid will probably cure your brittle bone disease. That's what I've been after this whole time. Probably. Um, if it's, we could also use a half breed's mermaid's blood um but we have but we have to take the blood at the moment that she's changing for the first time so yeah, again, this pathology wise, how do you know that <laughs> you haven't done this before these these hunters and it will get worse and worse as the movie goes on i don't understand this organization of course because who would First off, why are you hunting mermaids at all? They're peaceful creatures. It's not like werewolves. Uh, well, people do poach and hunt like elephants and you know other other creatures that are just minding their own business and they want like the skin or the fur. So maybe something like that to hang on their their plaque. Well, and Brady, the other guy, it makes it Brady. seem like, like he's like the scientist of the group, and it's all about like he <laughs> wants to discover things about them. Like my life, okay. this is my whole life. <laughs> but how then the organization can't be that it's not like an ancient order of mermaid hunters if they don't have no, no, not like, like they have some lore and some artifacts that they're holding on to, but right. not enough that they know whether this is going to work or not. They haven't done yeah. this before. Because at this point, it's word from the grapevine and rumors. And I don't like, couldn't you just? The mermaids seem perfectly pleasant and nice. Couldn't you go to them and say, hey, can we have some of your blood? This kid is going to die. Honestly, like, can we try it? And if it doesn't work, then sorry for bothering you. Yeah. Like, we're not talking No, that's not the way. Draining one of you completely, but we, can we figure out, like, can we have a blood sample from you and we can synthesize some shit from it and maybe we can, like... And also, if the mermaids know this, why haven't they helped the world? Why well, then again, uh, <laughs> let's let's throw in like Wakanda. Wakanda never really helped anybody. They kind of kept to themselves. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, and also, I mean, because they are all women, I can see why they wouldn't want to. Because you have to wonder if this group of hunters is just those women are cooler than us. Fucking kill them, like you know what I mean. <laughs> Sexism at its finest. Yeah, it could just be pure misogyny i don't know but true i just i don't understand this organization i don't understand their background i don't understand what they're yeah where do they get the money for this stuff because it is not cheap the equipment and then the traveling everywhere well they're also very bad at it and i don't know why (laughs) yeah especially at a point later in the movie when these guys are just running around town with rifles why is no one going to the police? It's, hey, it's hey. like GTA. You just see them downtown. What's up? There's a crazy band of men over in that abandoned warehouse. They've kidnapped <laughs> a lady and they're looking for right. a kid. I know we're women. Right, we're right. not prone to believe us. But could you go check it out? 
<laughs> Please, at least try. At no point are the authorities contacted by anyone. Of course. Is there even authorities in this town? That's the question. There don't appear to be cars in this town either, so I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, there was a truck, and I wrote this down. <laughs> There's just a bunch of them in a truck, and they all get out. <laughs> just a bunch of old, grown men getting wow. out of a truck. And I'm like, yeah, that seems good. That seems that seems totally fine. That Yeah, that's true. There's a truck. But there's not... There are points later in the movie where someone could very much help themselves by getting in a car and driving, and instead they walk across town. They're like, nah, cars, we don't roll with that. Get it. Um, so Siren is at school. She's having trouble breathing because she... Didn't do what her mom said and put the aerator on. But she passes out. Um, one of the mermaid teachers, I think, pulls the fire alarm to get everybody oh, out of the uh, No, Crystal, Crystal pulls the alarm. Um, and here we meet Principal Strauss, who's played by Morgan Fairchild. A bit before your time, but a pretty famous lady in the 80s. Let's say she looks pretty cool. Um... Yeah, so they evacuate the entire school so that no one will see this girl passed out. Yeah, there's a fire going on. So the mermaid, like, that's how much control the mermaids have over this town, that they can do stuff like this and no one ever Dude, mermaid control. But yet not so much control that they can't take care of these hunters. Yeah, I was saying, I was going to make a point about that. You guys know this is happening. Why don't you guys have better reinforcements? You know this is happening. Why, I don't... Yeah, why don't you have... Look, I'm not saying a woman needs a man to do stuff, but maybe hire some bodyguards or something. Yeah. Because or maybe some guns, question mark? Something. Not just wait around. In be like, oh, they'll come eventually. Be like, yeah, they will, and they'll kill all of you. Because their whole thing is like, oh shit, the hunters are in town. We better hide. But like, you know, you know this, you know their tactics well enough, you know where they're at. Be a little more proactive. Yeah, why don't you just, I don't know, kill them in the middle of the night? You have magic powers. Do they all? Or I thought some of them do. Like, Siren can control water, obviously, but do they all have powers? Well, at the very least, they have sticks. They have these whaling sticks. <laughs> the one lady has one that makes a force field. We have sticks. So I just feel like they're not, they're really nonchalant about this, the presence of these hunters. Of course. Like, what? what is going on? Get your butts in the gear and take them out. So now they, it's a big mermaid meeting. <laughs> yeah. It's a place at the water desalination plant. Of course, very fitting. For some reason. <laughs> that this big enough town, I guess, has one of those. Well, but they have one, but, like, why don't you just go to the principal's house? Maybe because they don't want them to be... Well, I don't know. The punters don't even know that they're meeting at that plant, so, I mean, yeah, you could go to the principal's house. That's just... I mean, at some point, if somebody driving by could be like, hey, it's weird that there's, like, 14 <laughs> Standing around the civilization plant. Yeah. True. <laughs> um, here's the 
here's where oh i guess here's where according to my notes anyway here's where adam follows the hunters to their base and then i wrote why are these hunters exclamation point question mark Um, (laughs) one of the another familiar face to some anyway one of the kind of the oldest mermaid lady uh, is played by a woman named judy tenuta who was kind of a big stand-up comedian in the late 80s early 90s and had because she had like a crazy voice um and she was funny but she has like two lines of dialogue in this movie neither of which are funny so i don't understand right. why she's here why did you hire her for no reason <laughs> is that is that the girl who raised her hand during the bake sale comment no older than that it's the one who is she blonde no, she has like red hair, kind of, she was kind of over to the right hand side. Oh, okay. The oldest one, like clearly the oldest one by a good 20 years. <laughs> no she's shade. clearly the oldest. No shade, no tea, but she's like the oldest lady there. Um, so I just thought that was an odd casting choice because like you have this stand comedian and then you have her say like two Yeah, yeah. I didn't know she was a comedian, but come on, let the lady sing her song of comedy to us at least um so adam is having a conversation with his dad and he kind of slightly throws siren under the bus or starts to anyway yeah like (laughs) yeah by the way like it's cool that you guys are looking for mermaids because i kind of met one like a girl i know told me she's a mermaid and dad's like like, yeah dad kind of met one it's no big deal Oh, who is it? And he's like, um, shit. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything. I'm not supposed to say anything. And of course, Dad goes, oh, well, then obviously it's the girl I never met who came to our house the other day. Of course. The one that makes the sense make the most sense. Of course. <laughs> the only friend you have in this town. <laughs> Dang. That's true, so, though. Adam really fucked that up. <laughs> of course. Why, would, why did he think that would go any other direction? Um, so, so the mermaids, some of the mermaids come to Siren's house because they're kind of hiding out. And this is where, yeah, this is where they show her the, they call it the Femstone. And it's like a stick with a big orb on the top of it. She's like, this one can make a force field. Oh, right. Six feet around. Yeah. Sometimes we'll find out because it doesn't stop a trank dart. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at this point, those little orb things you got going on are just pointless. Because in the very next scene, these two mermaid ladies with their magical orbs are standing out in the front lawn at night yes. and stick trank darts to the neck because the yeah. hunters roll up in a pickup truck and they assault this house like Bin Laden is in there. <laughs> right! If this is just a 12-year-old girl, hey, send a squad of grown men to this 12-year-old girl's house and get her. And also, yeah, they're like SEAL Team 6 busting into this house, except for they have brought 12-year-old Adam along. Why? The broken phone boy! It's not like he was hiding in the back of the truck and you didn't see him. Like, they brought him on purpose. Yeah, they even said, ah, we shouldn't have brought a kid. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have. Yeah, he's sort of, he's secretly helping, he helps Siren escape out the back door and distracts them. And then one of the one of the hunters is like, "Oh God, why did we bring a twelve year old here?" Yeah, that's a good fucking question. <laughs> You're asking the questions of why of everybody here. 
Because, especially because his dad didn't know he was there. His dad walks in and goes, what are you doing here? So it wasn't even his dad who brought him. It was the other guys in the hunter group who were like, I guess the kid's coming with. Bro code. <laughs> let, the, let, the, let the child go. It's so dumb. <laughs> but he helps Siren escape, but they do capture Tiffany, Siren's mom. Yes. And they just straight up kidnap this lady out of her house in the dead of night. Yeah, and <laughs> nobody cares. No neighbors, no nobody. These are criminals. <laughs> yeah, this is this is against the law. Legal. I understand for Gary, it's about like, no matter what I have to do, I'm going to cure my kid because this brittle bone disease is going to kill him. Right. I get that. But everyone else in the group should be like, yeah, this isn't really what I signed up for. Like, it's cool. I Can that be to... ladies in the middle of the night? Not my <laughs> style, guy. Maybe get it wet. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe slick back. And... It's cool to help you, like, help your kid and stuff, but I did not sign up for the terrorism we just committed. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking illegal acts on, on this poor woman and her 12-year-old child. Yeah, so she has escaped. She finds her way to... Because they had told her, like, oh, right before you change, we're going to take you to a safe house. We have safe houses set up. That's how... But we didn't put you there in the first place because why would we... Yeah, why didn't you put her in there immediately? The second... (laughs) Oh, there's hunters in town and you know their kid? Oh, we have to take you to the safe house instead of hanging out at our house for two more days. Yeah, and she literally said, oh, Siren will stay at her place tonight, and then we'll take her to the safe house. It's like, why don't you take her to the safe house now? (laughs) Immediately. Of course. But she finds her way there somehow. Um, And it's her one teacher and her friend Crystal who are there. Um, And... So she's, they're very nonchalant, but considering there are hunters in this town looking for you who just kidnapped your mother, they're just kind of hanging out in the safe house. Yeah, they're like, oh, we can't do anything about it. Want to go swimming? Yeah, we got time to kill. Let's sit around in the bed and chit-chat. Like, (laughs) do something. Yeah. Why don't you have all the other mermaids in town come and help guard the house? Yeah, or like maybe put the put the hunters in like a certain area like kidnap them put them somewhere and then until she's all you know changed up and then let them go but it's all about hiding and for like (laughs) exactly i get hiding you're magical creatures you have to hide from society i get that but like if your cover is blown i don't take forces in your own hands um while this is going on Principal Strauss and the other mermaids show up at Hunter headquarters and they're like, hey, you have Tiffany. We want her back. And they're like, well, we're only going to trade her for Siren because we need some of her blood. Give us a 12-year-old girl. And so Principal Strauss is like, well, take me and let Tiffany go so she can go be with her daughter and you can... I'm the I'm the leader here. Just take me captive instead, which is a dumb plan to start with, for a number of reasons. You, for you are more important. Yeah, <laughs> than the non mermaid person. Yeah, the thing. Tiffany's not a mermaid. They can't do. They can't get anything from her. Trading yourself for them 
Why do they need Siren anymore? Why don't they just take this lady's blood? Yeah, I think because if since she's a half blood and all the rest of those ladies are half bloods, they already changed, so their blood doesn't work. I I guess question mark. You don't know who's half blood, who's full blood. Oh, that's true. They don't know who's who. Yeah, yet. that doesn't make any sense. We don't know, and neither do they. <laughs> so handing them a mermaid captive instead of a human captive is a dumb plan. It's also a dumb plan because, of course, they're going to follow her back to where Siren's at. Uh, yeah. Do you not know anything about hunters? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's in the name. Yeah, they, they literally hunt. Do you not? But here, and they've stepped things up here and become real, or real villains. Because right. he's like, okay, you're going to bring me Siren, or I'm when you come back here, this harpoon is not going to be so clean. Dang, that's a full-on threat. That's, yeah, that's weird. I'm going to stab Principal Strauss to death with this harpoon if you don't The spear me. going right through her. And at this in this same scene, Brady doesn't want to let Tiffany go, and he says, and I quote, She's kind of pretty. I like having her around. Yeah, I'm like, man, you're getting kind of gross here, good sir. This is a children's film, sir. <laughs> good sir, please. The children are here. Almost 30 seconds, we have maybe vaguely a rape threat. And then right, Brody, Brody being a total creep. And threatening to stab a woman with a harpoon. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's, he's <laughs> a good member of the group. No. But yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Just take the principal's blood, but I don't. <laughs> and then just inject it into the kid. Now we have a hilarious sequence of events. Yes, of course, yeah. That made me laugh a lot because Tiffany, right. again, instead of driving, because they all just <laughs> why would you do that? Starts running across town. She's going to run from Hunter's headquarters to the safe house where Siren is at. Of course, because... Not driving, just running. Right behind yep. her. Yep. Also running behind her. And not stealthily. He is 10 feet behind her. It's literally like around. heavy breathing. Has a bunch of his clothes flapping in the air. Just right behind her. She can hear him running. But like, how does she not know he's there? Yeah, it's just like, oh, there's a person running behind me. And uh, no, I don't know. I might be hearing things. You have to know he's behind you, and so you need to, like, take him the <laughs> wrong a, way. He's a grown man with combat boots running on tar. Yeah, you're gonna know. You've gotta know. No, she does, She apparently does never notice because she leads him <laughs> to the safe house where Siren is at. When she gets there, Adam is there, and she shoves past him to get in the house. breaks. <laughs> And we zoom in in an x-ray of his fucking arm bone exploding like it's a brutality in Mortal Kombat 11. Where did that sequence remind me of? And it's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the way he like hobbles to the door and he tries to block it and his bone just instantly breaks. Oh my god. That got me. I, I was crying a little bit. I don't think he's trying to block her. I think he just jumped out as like Oh, hey, there you are. I was looking for you. And she just plows right through. No, no. He was trying to block the door to, like, hopefully get in, you know? And then she just slams it on his poor little arm. But the zoom into the x-ray special effect. 
It's the funniest goddamn thing. I know. That was the most hilarious thing in the whole movie. Hands down. Oh, my arm shattered into a million pieces. And so Brody's like, oh, oh, poor kid. So Brody, who is, again, five feet behind her, instead of going to the house, you're going, well, shit, I guess I got to take this kid to the hospital now. The boss ain't well, I can't be creepy. Uh, cre- I can't be creepy towards Tiffany anymore. There's a kid around. So he, so he followed her all the way to the safe house. He knows where it is now. And instead of going in, he's like, "Well, shit! Now I gotta take this dumb kid to the hospital." Which maybe was well, Adam. No. Maybe no, Adam- actually, I think she went home. I think that I think she went home. Oh yeah, that was her house. Yeah, she goes to her house first. That's right. Um, but again, just go to the police. <laughs> please, just go to the police. I don't know who this man is. He's been, I was out jogging, <laughs> running behind me for the last eight <laughs> He has followed me to my home. Please arrest this man. Please get oh. him off my property. Who are man. they? Oh, it's fine. Who are they going to believe? And I know <laughs> they're gonna believe women don't get believed a lot of the time. But who are they in this situation specifically? Who are they gonna believe? The pretty blonde lady who's just in her own home, or yeah, the not for nothing, the black guy, the black damn okay. Who, I mean, police. Who, when you try to arrest him, is yelling at you that no, you don't understand. She's a mermaid. You don't understand? She's got the mermaid I want. We need her blood. <laughs> Please. Who do you think the police are going to listen to? <laughs> the maniac chasing after. Not that guy. <laughs> it's so dumb. So dumb. It really is. Oh, and then the little, little, whatever it was called. But she went outside afterwards and took down her mermaid jingly thing from outside. Yeah, I didn't get that. That was, yeah. Was <laughs> She's like... like like a storm it's is coming. Time has come to take this down. Time down. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? But it doesn't. It has no effect on the. It's just a little scene for no reason at all. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, we'll leave that in. So yeah, back at the safe house, they're very nonchalantly hanging out for people that are being hunted. They put pool, and her tail forms, her legs fuse together like they turn into fins and then fuse together, and it's again gross and scary looking. Yeah, I'm like, oh. And they're like, all right, test out swimming. Try and you know, try to do a trick. Now, there's a trick I like to do where I shoot out of the water, and she can't quite do it. <laughs> right. But she again, 12. they should be like, oh, you transform? Great. Let's get to the ocean. Let's, instead of dicking around at the house, learning party tricks, let's get a move on. Yeah, for real. She's got her gills. She's got her tail. What else does she need? But they say they're going to put her in a wheelchair. <laughs> Because she can't walk because she has a tail now. They're going to put her in a wheelchair, put the wheelchair in the truck, and drive to the beach. Of course. Finally time to use a a vehicle. I guess. We don't see them do it, but they do it. Um, It's here that the hunters... There's a confrontation between the, the mermaids and the hunters... Now the force field's working because they're keeping the guys out of the house. And they're like, fine, we have until sunset. We know she's going to the beach. Of course, because 
mermaid. How do you know you have until sunset, first off? True. Secondly, if you know she's going to the beach, why are you here having this conversation with the, uh, with these women? <laughs> yeah, well, let's, let's kidnap Tiffany again. Just go to the beach. If you know that's what <laughs> right. doing, everyone should be running to the beach. Because that's where the action is. <laughs> no. Not standing around in the front yard ones. talking. True. Oh, my God. So, on the beach, they've got Siren on a stretcher, Crystal and... I think Crystal's mom and the one teacher, and they're taking her out into the ocean. Center. And again, no one sees this. No one in the town. <laughs> no one cares. Is hanging out on the beach under an umbrella, <laughs> watching their kid make a sandcastle. Looks over and sees a child of the girl with a mermaid little girl on a stretcher, just dumping her into the ocean. <laughs> They're like, oh, those cra- those crazy young kids nowadays. <sighs> I remember what it was like to be young. But this is apparently an abandoned beach. Yeah, I don't see that ever happening. In an abandoned town, I don't know. Um, the hunters get to the beach, the other roommates get to the beach, everybody's meeting at the beach. Adam shows up at the beach, not in a cast, just in a sling. Of course. His arm exploded. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. His bones turned to powder. <laughs> you don't get to, yeah. You don't get, first off, that was two hours ago. You're really awesome, dude. You don't get to leave the hospital <laughs> with an exploded arm after two hours with well, no well, just a sling. Your arm is well, spaghetti. The hospital, we've we've talked about the hospital doesn't really have regulations for keeping people there. That's true. They're just losing people constantly. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're free. Okay, bye. <laughs> so yeah, he shows up. The siren is in the ocean, and she does like a like a mermaid call song thing. Um. Which I thought was to call other mermaids or call her mom, but apparently it's not because we need a different thing to do that in a couple minutes. Um, right, yeah. Adam is... Or Adam's dad, Gary, finally right. listens to reason and is like, look, this isn't worth it. Like, I just wanted to help my son, but this has gotten out of hand. So, you know, <laughs> she's already in the ocean. We lost her. We're moving on. We'll go find mermaids. Do you think he thought about that when when he lost her or when Brody was threatening to kill people and <laughs> kidnap them? Well, well, I mean, Gary was kidnapping threatening people too, but so Brody, <laughs> yeah. Brody's not having it. Brody's like, no, no, no. This is my life's work, this weird mermaid science that I still haven't figured out. I'm going to figure this out. And you... You can go, that's fine. I'm not leaving. And throws a harpoon at Tiffany. (laughs) I know, I wrote, what's his obsession with Tiffany? Who, again, is not a mermaid. So you're not getting anything except for a murder rap. Of course, yeah. Assuming there are even cops in this town. Um, (laughs) Adam, little hero that he is, jumps and pushes Tiffany out of the way. And yes. All of his bones. <laughs> <We're sorry. laughs> He's just powder. He collapses and is dying on the ground. <laughs> the harpoon that missed Tiffany somehow also misses because there's four or five girls standing directly behind Tiffany. 
yeah. who don't get hit by this harpoon. The harpoon soars right over them. So Adam probably didn't need to push anyone out of the way. This guy is such a man. <laughs> He's like, I got you. He's just flying over their heads. Because either he whipped, whiffed it over them completely, or somehow it missed this group of women that were standing in the way. Yeah, there was a light breeze. <sighs> so, yeah. So now Adam's down and out. Tiffany grabs the whaling stick, runs out to the ocean, sticks the thing in the water to call Emerald. Which also, you could have done that earlier, too. You could have done that last week when you're like, hey, come back. Your daughter's like about to turn into a mermaid and we could use you. <laughs> She's about to metamorphosize. They, <laughs> they heal... Siren comes back out of the water. Yep. And heals Adam just by singing at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh Gary's just like question like confused looking at them as they're singing over his like dying son. He's like, My son is dying, you guys are just singing over him. Yeah, and it's a real like, oh I guess I didn't need blood after all. You guys can just <laughs> You guys could have just sang to my son. Like you think you you would have known that. Yeah, a lot of people assume things they think they know, but it's not, not not the case. Or the mermaids could have said, hey, you don't need to tie us up. If your son is sick, we'll sing at him. <laughs> we, got a, we got a jam for your son. It's Just so sing much. at him. What means what and who is who and who can do what in the mythology? It's all scrambled up nonsense. Of course, yeah. Which is about when, and, well, because Siren says... Oh, I went in the ocean, and just what I've learned somehow is that um, it turns out I'm a pure blood. That's how I could do this. I thought I was only half blood. They specifically told me I'm a half blood, but apparently, you know, nothing. Mom lied to them about who she fucked. <laughs> well, hold on, mermen, right? Nah, it could be mermaids. Like maybe they're they asexually reproduce. Maybe it would explain why there's no dads in this town at all, except for Gary. <laughs> That's true. The dad's still MIA. Where is he? So Emerald, Queen Emerald comes out of the water and raises like like Aquaman or some shit, or actually more probably right. King Triton or something, is like raising Moses. her and waves come up and block the sun and then she <laughs> raises them again, which is supposed to be threatening, but it just looks kind of silly. It looks like she's doing like a puppet dance, but with water. Yeah. And Brody's there. He's got his train gun or whatever to, I think, probably Crystal's head. And he's like, oh, well, I'm taking this one then. Yeah, because she's going to change soon. Yeah, she's going to change soon, so I'm going to take her. And he's like, and you're not going to use these waves on me because you'll wash out everyone on this beach, not just me. So nice. I'm calling your bluff. And it's at this point that the craziest fucking thing happens. Right. Siren. <laughs> yep. Walks up to this man <laughs> and says, you forget, your body's made out of 85% water. And turns <laughs> this man into a puddle. She fucking kills him. Murders this man. <laughs> she fucking kills him. Which I, look, he was a bad dude. He's 12. He maybe deserved to die. <laughs> not at the hands of a 12 year old girl who turned him into a puddle 
Dude, she basically bloodbended him like an avatar, glass airbender. <laughs> she just she points her hands at him and he's like <laughs> and water's pouring out of and then a pile of clothes that are wet. <laughs> this is clothes. And it's insane. That man probably had family. <laughs> oh, did your son die? Oh, and some girl fucking no turned him on, into water. No one on the beach is like, oh, God, what have we done? <laughs> you just murdered a man. You're like, oh, that? God, yeah. Everyone's like, cool. <laughs> Back to the house, right? No one cares. <laughs> They're like, Brody dead? Ah, that's fine. Water? Yeah. This 12-year-old, this girl has been through enough this week, and now... <laughs> She has, I mean, traumatized at all, but should have the trauma for the rest of her life of that that one summer where I disintegrated that dude. <laughs> Made him 100% water. It's so fucked up. I could not believe my eyes. Dude, it was crazy. I was like, what, what just happened? Also, why did Emerald do that in the first place? Yeah, yeah, she must be because Emerald is the best and she's Emerald's pure blood kid. She must be the most powerful. Her and Emerald are the two most powerful, obviously, mermaids. But why'd you make your 12 year old daughter do it? Why could you kill him? Yeah, or. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> she, just she just threatened him with a tsunami and <laughs> your daughter's cold blooded killer over here. No one even, it's so insane. No one even gasps. Even, even Gary. Gary didn't say shit. That was your, that was your man. That was your bestie. He stayed in your house. Even if you hate him now. <laughs> he was in your house. You still watched a human being <laughs> turn into water. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking dead now. He doesn't exist anymore. He's water now. And no one gives a shit. Oh my god, no one. No one no has a reaction from anyone. In fact, worse than that, Chris was like, you have to show me how to do that. <laughs> yes, what? let the other 12-year-old be a cold-blooded killer turning people into water. I mean, unless the plan is, and here's the sequel we meet. <laughs> we need a <laughs> Crystal and Siren are the two most powerful young mermaids and we're going to train them in the ways of assassination so that the next time these fucking guys show up they're going to clean house right, yeah and that's <laughs> and, the and just, just mermaid assassins who turn exactly mop it up because they're just water but it's not there's no reaction and no repercussions to no one bats a single eyelashes no one saw emerald making giant tidal waves <laughs> People of this town are just, like, minding their own business. I guess, man. It's no, There's no police. Minding my own business. Yeah, and no one... There's been a ten-minute con confrontation on this beach where men with guns, exactly. guns and tranquilizer guns are grabbing women by the arm and jerking them around and pointing guns at them, and no one gives a shit. They weren't being quiet either, so I mean... <laughs> No. You gotta hear him. This town is crazy. <laughs> just, this is like outlaw country. 
And this movie is crazy. That's the end of the movie. She evaporates this dude. <laughs> credits. <laughs> right. Dude, the, the music sequence, though, that they chose, it was very... Something. <laughs> yeah, but I don't need, like, a sweet little poppy. It almost sounds like a... Like a like a, like a Christian song or something. Exactly. She murdered this that. man. And yeah, they're having a nice melt. After I watched you. Bloody. Evaporated. <laughs> just like love and shit. And they're singing a nice tune. And you're just trying to get over that this 12 year old girl murdered this man on a beach. I mean, this is. It's a horror movie. <laughs> you cannot convince yeah. you. It may not have been marketed as such. Or presented yeah. as such. But yeah. this is the fucking horror movie. <laughs> There's so much. I think the, the gross makeup of it all, the scales, the fins and stuff, and the murdering. It's something else. It was definitely not what I was <laughs> expecting when I went out. Then I recommend. Um, yeah, it's almost. I almost recommend watching it just because you won't fucking believe it. Like you won't. <laughs> you can hear us talk about it, but until you see this man, <laughs> turn this to one over your girl, you won't. You'll think I'm making it up. True. Yeah. It it's just... Don't tell me it didn't happen. I saw it happen. <laughs> you would not believe your eyes. So that's that's scales. A mermaid's tale? Mermaids are real. <laughs> mermaids are real. You That's can't tell me what that is. Um, any closing thoughts on it? <laughs> Everyone was hot. I mean, that's besides the point. This is a child's movie, but um, all the adults were pretty hot. Sure, I can get behind it. I can get behind <laughs> No, I was like, I don't know if that's just me, but... Well, although most I'm mostly directing my fancy towards the mermaids, of course, because they were very much all attracted, and the dad, and that's it. Sure. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> so it's time on the program where I press the magic button, find out what my movie for next week's episode is, chosen completely at random from. Everything's streaming. And that movie is... Press the magic button. Oh! Nice. Uh, it's very rare that I get a movie that I've even heard of. Oh, okay. It's rare that I get a movie that I've seen. It's rare <laughs> of all that I get a movie that I've seen and fucking slaps. Oh. The movie for next week is Clue, ladies and gentlemen. Clue the movie, which fucking rules. And I can't wait. I'm very happy right now. Randomness went my way for once. No True. Billy Mermaid stuff. We're going to be talking about a good one next week. So Clue. Went your, went, what do you say? Went your way twice because this was obviously top top tier movie. And Clue is second best. Well, um, yeah, obviously after Scales, the mermaids are real. <laughs> scales is hard to beat. It's an magic masterpiece. Yeah, so that's everybody's homework for next week. Clue, it's on Amazon Prime. From 1985, I believe. Uh, good movie, funny movie. I don't know how I'm going to say funny things about a movie that's already so funny. We'll see. Um, so that'll do it for me this week. Where can people find you, Miss Rainy Walker? 
Oh, well, I'm also Twitter, Rainy, I think it's 3710. Uh, Instagram, Rainy3710. Snapchat, one. Don't find me on Facebook. That's private. But yeah, hit, blow up my socials. Excellent. And I am uh, at Heath Lambert 78 on Twitter. The show is That's a Random P2. Uh, questions, comments, complaints, things of that nature. Show has a That's a Random at gmail.com. All the rate, review, subscribe <laughs> stuff that you're supposed to say that I always forget to say. I'm getting better about it, though. Um, and I also picked up, uh, I actually dropped a chunk of change and picked up some real deal recording equipment. So hopefully um, episodes start sounding a bit better in the future. I, I deeply appreciate everyone who um, has stuck around and listens to the show every week, even though it doesn't always sound so great. Um, I'm looking to fix that because I, I do take this seriously and I appreciate all of you. And um, that'll do it for me this week. And that'll do it for you. Say bye. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. See you next week. <laughs>